I looked up as I was reading that gospel, and I, I just for a, a moment had a, had a thought just of what all of you will look like one day um, when we reach the glory of heaven. Uh, I just had this image of, of looking out at a sea of future saints, and, uh, and that is very much the, uh, the point of today's feast day. And you may, you may think, you know, I'm crazy when I say that. Um, I know I have a long way to go, <laughs> but the Solemnity of All Saints is a feast of hope. We have hope in Christ that we will one day be united with him at the heavenly banquet, the heavenly wedding feast. It reminds us of our glorious calling. It reminds us that we are known by God, even though one day, it's true, one day we will no longer be known on this earth. But we are known by God, and we're expected. We're expected by God. We're expected by our family in heaven, the saints who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. God the Father, we were reminded on this feast day, has created every person to be in relationship with Him. And He calls every person to be a saint, to be holy. And you know, we know, we're familiar with many of the, the men and women who bear the title of saint by us on earth. Think of your favorite saint. Um, saint Peter, perhaps. Saint Therese of Lisieux. Saint Francis of Assisi. Saint Dominic. There, there are truly many examples of men and women who are definitively saints. But the book of Revelation that we heard this evening tells us that there are a great multitude, a great multitude of saints, which no man could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and tongues. There are many saints we don't know about who are in heaven. And we can be positive, we can be sure that in heaven there are only saints. There are only saints in heaven. And it's probably safe to say that each one of us here in this church tonight is planning on reaching heaven. I think it's pretty safe to say. If you're here tonight, you plan on reaching heaven. And if we follow the church's teachings, if we attend Mass each Sunday and Holy Day, if we pray regularly and practice works of charity, our chances are good for attaining the goal of heaven. <laughs> and we should believe that. Because ultimately, what, is, what does Revelation tell us? Salvation comes from our God. But how many of us, I would ask this question to myself and to, to all of you, how, how many of us who believe in Christ and are hoping for heaven and planning on reaching heaven, or at the same time, also aiming to become saints. We may believe heaven is real. 
We may hope to be there one day, but are we aiming to become saints? That's the question. If we think that heaven is possible without becoming a saint, or without becoming holy, if we think, for example, that that to get into heaven you just need to be a nice person, a good person, not be Hitler, you know, uh, then we're not thinking with the mind of the church. We're not thinking with the mind of the church. All Saints Day teaches us to desire holiness, to desire sainthood above all else. As we turn our attention to the great saints who have gone before us, I think we should begin to think of the Solemnity of All Saints Day as our own future feast day. Kind of like when I had that image when I looked up tonight and I just imagined future saints in the pews. All Saints Day, we should think of it as our future feast day. And if we wish to be with the saints in heaven, celebrating All Saints Day in heaven, we need to know what they did to become saints. We should familiarize ourselves with the saints, with their stories, their lives, and then ask ourselves how to follow their example. How to follow their example. And let's not, let's not kid ourselves, though. You know, no one's going to be another St. Francis of Assisi or St. Clair. There's only one St. Francis. There's only one St. Clair. There's only one St. Therese. But there's also only one St. You. You're called to holiness in a unique way. You're called to love God in a way unlike any other person. Because God loves us uniquely. But the one common denominator across all the saints is their likeness to Christ. Christ gave each one of his saints, who are so varied, so diverse, he gave each one of them his spirit and his grace to work a wonderful transformation in them and shaped them in his image. Every saint is a unique personality. But every saint has also become, in some way, a living, breathing reflection of Jesus Christ. Some of the saints, many of them, have imitated Jesus in his death through martyrdom. And you know, Revelation has, there's that line that we heard tonight in Revelation that tells us of the ones wearing the white robes and holding palm branches of victory. Palm branches represent victory. Holding those in their hands. We're, we're told that they are the ones who have survived the great time of distress. Or excuse me, the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Think of the martyrs. But it's clear, it's obvious, that most of us here are not called to become martyrs in that sense. But, but at the same time, it is true that each one of us has been washed in the blood of the Lamb. First, in baptism. And then secondly, 
by participating in the Eucharist, by receiving the Eucharist. Martyrdom, I think it is true, is the best way to attain sanctity and holiness, to reach heaven. But after martyrdom, the best way to participate in the life and death of Christ, to achieve sanctity, and to appreciate, I think, all of the saints that we remember on this solemnity of all saints, is to receive the Eucharist worthily. Receive the Eucharist worthily. After martyrdom, I, I don't know of a better way. <laughs> Blessed Carlo Acutis, sign a, fan, a show of hands, who's heard of Blessed Carlo Acutis? Awesome. I'm glad to see that. A number of you have. So, Blessed Carlo is on his way to sainthood. He's, a, he's beatified. Believe it or not, he was born in the same month and same year as me. He was born in May of 1991, and he died at the age of 15, just 15, from untreatable leukemia. I don't have time to tell his whole story. I would love to, and I probably will on another occasion, tell you more of his story and more about his life. We had so much in common, <laughs> including video games, um, but that's for another time. Uh, he used to say that one of his lines, his famous lines, was, The Eucharist is my highway to heaven. The Eucharist is my highway to heaven. And he said, quote, The more we receive the Eucharist, the more we will become like Jesus. He also said, and he had a number of rules uh, on his website, he, he created a whole website dedicated to Eucharistic miracles. And he said, somewhere on there, he had a list of rules as to how to become holy. And his number one rule was this, quote, You have to want it with all your heart. You have to want it with all your heart. That was his number one rule to become holy. It really, if we don't want it, <laughs> we're not going to achieve it. Um, we have to desire sanctity. We have to desire relationship with God. So let's pray today on this Feast of All Saints that God would send us the Spirit to increase our desire for holiness, to desire the reward of all the saints. And what is that reward of all the saints? God himself. God himself who gives us himself in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. So through the intercession of all of our, our heavenly family in heaven, uh, <laughs> all the saints in heaven, through the intercession of all the saints, may we rejoice in the salvation won by Christ and rejoice in our brothers and sisters who have lived holy lives um, and rejoice as well in our own call to sanctity and that we may desire it as they did with all of our hearts.